2: Now, here are your hosts, Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers. Pure athlete, yeah. a transcend race, hombre. Matt Butler. I don't talk
3: man. I back it
1: up.
2: And we are song full of that, man. I'm
0: right. And Jeff Howe.
2: It's still real to me, damn it. And that's the bottom
0: line, because Stone Cold said so.
2: If you're going to blitz, come strong, but don't come at all. Coming strong with another edition of Longhorn Blitz with Horns 24-7. I am Jeff Howe. We're doing a special podcast today. We're going to do a watch-along. Uh, this will be in video form because we do have Travis Crum, the best-named videographer in the podcast, came back. Uh, I am Jeff Howe. Let me bring in the rest of the team. It's the master, of the sampler, the driver shooting extraordinaire, Matt Butler. How are you, sir? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm wonderful. And the third member of our team, Lifetime Longhorn, <laughs> our lockdown, lockdown corner here on the show, Lifetime Longhorn 2002, UTL America. 2002 semi-finest. For the Jim corporate work, fourth round draft choice of the New York Johnson 2003, spent his NFL career with John Fines very slow Broncos and a year with the Hamilton Tigers in the CFL when he was no football guy. himself. back to Austin, Texas in the 40 acres, where he earned his degree. Whenever that T-Ring comes back in, we will make sure he wears it proudly. Nevertheless, he is a card-carrying member of DBU. Number 21 in your program, number one in your hearts. And we will see him in our watch along today. Mr. Rob Babers. Thanks for the intro, brother. As always. We are practicing social distancing. We are safe distances from each other. We've wiped everything down. We've light everything. So we're good. We are watching today the two thousand Texas versus Texas A&M game. We talked about this uh, a lot the last time. We were live with you guys. We I mean, know last week was the best of. We had some uh, technical difficulties, but we're back this week live and in person. We talked about this game I wanted to do a watch-along. So for the listening audience, we'll give you time markers So Matt as we start this game, where's is, what is our time? mark? we're at 439? Yep Just go to YouTube type in the 2000
1: Texas Texas A&M game and we're at the 439 mark oh It was <laughs> Bowie Bulldog victory Victor
0: I ahead, kick return, turn and then we're
1: hitting play right now with Simsie at quarterback
0: Just Love said that they were not
2: shirting and not transferring yeah, a lot of redshirt shirt transfer talk, Uh So, Rod, kind uh, 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 of walk us through Chris Sim at this point. The open point broadcast talking about we uh, at the you know, redshirting and or transferring. Seemed pretty absurd. A lot the of stuff there, things like, like that. Behind the, the scenes, was, was that
3: overblown? Was there any the legitimacy? No, that wasn't a that was a conversation. I mean, this is that was a that was a different age for quarterbacks. These days, I'm sure one of the major Sims would have. Transferred At the time, uh, we did have uh, one of our quarterbacks transferred who actually ended up going to San Diego State Adam Hall. Yeah. Who was was, in 99? He was was in our 99 class, and Adam Hall left and went to San Diego State. So it was happening, but definitely not as frequent as it is today. So, as we look at the starting lineups, we're Mm -hmm. looking at the AM starting lineup Rod, NFL talent, Ty Warren,
2: Ron Edwards, Ron all these guys were driving. This is the dying days of the wrecking crew. Roy Lynn, Bradley, Brian Gamble. Rod, you you probably knew some of these guys who took recruiting trips.
3: Uh, a few of them. Terrence Kill T. Kill and I. Uh, we call Sammy Davis. Is another guy that I got to know because he's from in the Houston area, there in Humble. Uh, so I, I knew a couple of those guys. Yeah, from the making crew days. So we look at this
2: this Texas offense, this Greg Davis offense, and would you know on third and down we get a pass to Hodges
3: Mitchell on nine yard shot. In Hodges Mitchell did everything, man. He did everything. I mean, I was a youngster, obviously. It's my first year as a starter when Hodges was at basically at his peak. But man, Hodges Mitchell. Probably one of the most underrated running backs in Texas history. You go look at his workload for a guy his size, hmm. that's almost, it's almost un, it's unheard of for a guy that size to have that kind of workload. Now, speaking of doing everything, we got Chris
2: Stockton in here coming in to punt. He's your plumber, your place kicker. He's, before Justin Tucker, Chris Stockton was doing a little bit of everything. It's dependable too. So I want your
3: kid to be dependable. And oh, look at Ungar. Michael Ungar. <laughs> <laughs> Ungar was Ungar that's one that's like the fastest. Down there. Ungar is probably one of the fastest white guys I've ever seen in my life. I believe at the pro day he ran like a 4 4 or 4 3. Wow. No, I'm serious. <laughs> um, my, Ungar was legit, man. Ungar was the real deal, and I hated him on scout team.
1: Yeah, and just showing that Bashir in his rare forty-one days. Yeah. Back then, you don't remember. I don't ever remember Vasher as a forty-one. Yeah, was with, well, he was a freshman, freshman. so he
3: was he was still a youngster. I mean, hell, he probably could have ended up starting in that secondary too. <laughs> Mark, Mark
2: Ferris leading the A and M offense. So, and this was what we
1: were talking about a couple weeks ago, right, B, Where you're at the top of the screen, and Greg Brown right there inside, and a little bit of communication between y'all. You
3: can see guys kind of bumping around across the board. Which is you know we should have been at more levels there too. That should have Brown. been better Greg, Greg Brown, he yeah. he was smart and savvy, man. First play from scrimmage to the Aggies to Greg Brown
2: pick six. So Rob, they're going to show the replays on this. Kind of walk people through when you're in a situation like this. What is Cause we, everybody sees you guys communicating. What, what are probably top two members but What are you guys calling out right here? you're uh, calling, you call it,
3: you call it a Tango. Uh, and that's basically we're gonna dance. So I'll take the outside cut, he takes the inside cut. And they probably thought we were just gonna play strict man to man bump and run. Usually when you play bump and run, and we were on very bad. I mean right we were on there. levels there, so they wanted to run you through yeah, the screen. Usually people they get bumped off because they get picked because you know they're, they're they're on the same level. We were we were probably a half a yard, maybe a yard apart. That gives you just enough leverage, just enough space to play that tango. They thought we were playing strictly man to man, but basically turns into a zone concept. Boom. I mean, same thing with my pick six in Oklahoma game. You know, yeah. they thought we were playing strictly man to man, tango, turned it into a zone concept, and you back off at the last minute, just read the Rocks concepts.
1: And we should have mentioned also at the beginning Mike Williams and Leonard Davis on this line on both sides. Huge buttons.
2: Yeah, so, and we're also watching the hour and a half version of this game. uh it's courtesy of the Longhorn Network, so we're jumping ahead. We're at the six, uh, six minute mark in the first quarter. Yeah, um, old cool back.
1: He came on uh, the Great Outdoors with Ken Miles. I love Trust. He big guy. So, we're talking about the Wrecking Group. Yeah, this is the
2: record room. I remember it. It's dying days, though. This is. They, they still had
3: some balls. that oh, good. Good. I had yeah. to Sammy Davis was a. Was he a first, first round pick? Terry Keele was a like second, second round pick? was a second round pick. Ty Ward was a first round did Kill
1: Castle? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah,
1: unfortunate so, thing. Yeah. yeah, also, I think was got in trouble with getting it really was right. the H Town Coding sent to San Diego team headquarters. So, Rob, this
2: is, uh, this is still a time of football at all levels where I think we're kind of getting to the end of people replicating that early 90s Dallas Cowboys offensive line from all It massive bodies. Garth And you see Girth, Leonard Davis, mm-hmm. Tillman
3: Holloway, Derrick Dockray, Michael Williams. Those are not small guys. They're not. And honestly, we should have been, man, we should have been a more dominant rushing team considering how much talent we had on that old line I forget that you had that many elite offensive linemen two, on that line. Two, there's Two top five draft picks on that, that one line. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You tell, Leonard's listed at 6'6", 365
1: on the opening of the it's, and so that makes Mike Williams your small tackle.
2: You know, Rob. When you talk about Hodges Mitchell, he's really—it's really unfortunate his career just where it lands
3: because
2: he's right in between Ricky Williams and Cedric Benson.
3: Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> that's probably why he's forgotten. He is. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah, it ended for him. What that play against Oregon, right? He literally—that was his. I think his last play playing football when he got that horrific injury. Was it? Was it? Who's it? The shot. I'm not Stop sure. Bowman,
1: yeah. it was something like that, right? Yeah, with him though, you, you look back just overall with his career at Texas, he was really ahead of his time in the type of multifaceted. He back would. in the way he was used, he still was he one of the few members of the 30 40 club? No, no, yeah, no, He was making, he,
3: he should have been. Yeah. He should have been. He was close a, few, a couple of times. So while we're at Rob,
2: we talk about this defense, this 2000 Texas defense, you guys lost second quarter from 99 going into two
3: thousand, 2001. Yeah.
2: You, we talked about this line a few weeks ago: Kalen Thornton, Corey Redding, Sean Rogers, Case Hanson. It's four crazy. Your, all four-year D linemen are in the NFL. We've also got another first-round pick, Marcus Tubbs, who's getting kid there. He's in a rotation along the D line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then in the secondary, I mean, Greg Brown played in the NFL. Ahmad Brooks, yourself, self-pointing yeah. yeah. jammer. Uh, if you if you want to look at the arc of the Texas program under Mac Brown like we about, this is kind of the. The the mesh point, if you will, of kind of the end of the John McAvoy era, and just the.
3: The massive amounts of talent Mac Brown was bringing in early. In. Sort of he, like
1: the fescue group of Stearns with the leftovers from the last year. You know,
3: and Mac was trying to get as much of that talent on the field as quickly as he could. Mm-hmm. All right, he was trying to get up. You go look at those '99 to 2000 classes. I mean, they got on the field quick. And I think I, was that Cole Pickett over there, like you know what I mean? Like Cole Pickett came in in '99. C. Reds getting reps out there. Like, you say Tubs is already in stringent. rotation. Nasty Nate's already getting uh, sub package reps. I mean, yeah, but. Throwing him out Dakari there. Pearson? Dakari Pearson. He was a, a freshman All American. I'm mm-hmm. going to do what Dakari Pearson was. So, you, yeah, Matt, and it, you know, obviously I end up starting. So he's trying to get as many of those 99 and 2,000 guys out there as possible. Reinvent the roster. You got two or three guys uh, blocking hands in every play. Now, you gotcha. And think about T- both
1: line of scrimmages T- where you have Hampton T- Rodgers on the defensive line of scrimmage. you got Mike Williams and Leonard Davis on that. That could be a stack of both lines take Texas teams ever seen. We Rod, had,
2: kind, of, kind of broke down your former roommate your good friend a lot. Brooks is open. a guy that made the league as an undrafted free he's agent. Got him a couple years. But he's a guy, you talk to the Orleans, he's a year before we talk over here, years. And they talk about all the time. They talk about just how important Brooks was.
3: Oh man, uh, that's a great question. It's like Brooks, The Blake Gideon of y'all. Well, he was a quarterback in high school, right? Which really yeah. helped him out. I think mean, it did. It, it allowed him to see the game from a different perspective. He was great at reading route concepts, and even as a cornerman, he was he was tough as nails. For a guy his size, he was smaller than me. Um, he was a great tackler. In that Colorado game where we. Man, he lost in the Big 12 title game. I'll say he was he was tied for our leading tackler in that game. It was, was all over the place. I remember
2: Bobby Purified, Chris Brown. The man, he came up in
3: the hole third and right? short and he knew somebody. And yeah. that's what Coach Kuna loved about him. The truth is, Amont Brooks was being that they were he was being recruited over. All right, that was just the truth of the matter, we had already, I mean, he, he was a corner when I came in, and then once they moved Jam in the corner, there was only one spot left, and I took it, and it was like, all right, we're moving past Brooks, now we got, you know, we got these young DBs we're going to be recruiting, and he forced him, forced himself into the equation, and he was so smart, and he was so tough, that Coach Aquina said, and Coach Akina was always about getting your best players on the field, Coach Aquina's, you know, brilliant idea was you know what when 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 brooks you know became a safety he said well i'm gonna gonna have my safeties basically be corners i'm gonna have them have the same skill set as a corner that's why he loved having a guy like nasty nate got loved having a guy like brooks playing safe so we match up with those spread offenses once you know oklahoma changed everything in 2000 and they win the national title running that air raid. That was the beauty of it in 2001 when Coach Akili came along and Brooks fit that perfectly.
1: And Brooks as a player, when you talk about how cognitive he is and being the former quarterback, not only understanding pass concepts, but also he was an option quarterback that was a guy that would run. So that's the type of guy you can see he isn't afraid to come into the hole. He hits it like a guy hits a hole. And then when you talk about just the mental awareness, everything you explained was sort of the role that Blake Gideon played as a freshman. He's a former high school quarterback that came in, very smart player that was like, wise above his football years. Maybe not the best skill or body for the position, but the best skill and mind for the position. So he was able to lock in the rest of the pieces and be that
3: type of
2: player. Speaking of tough rod, you look at that A&M offense, you got big 280 pounds, Mark tombs. <laughs> back to that was before
1: divorce
3: I mean, they had a thing one of 180 pound running backs. I remember, yeah, I remember so, Coach Boris uh, Young at us. Just, you know, hit his party yeah. at the football. You gotta, you know what I mean? We gotta party at the football, hit, hang on, and, and hope for help.
2: Let see, young Was that,
3: look at Casey, I think he gets, is that Seth McKinney from A&M? Yeah.
1: From yeah. Westlake yeah. also? and E.J.
3: Whitley, I believe, played double team. Double team holding them all up. Every time. And and to make Sean Rogers not even moving him. I mean you have to you couldn't double team both of them. So you couldn't move Casey Hampton on that double team. He wasn't giving up the score. I don't inch. think anybody, I don't think a double team ever moved him, period. <laughs> That's why he's on the Steelers all decade team. He's you. like the beefed up version <laughs> of an Aaron Donald.
1: He's just sure. in a 340 pound mini
2: body. Matt, what is our time marker right here? We're at about the, it would be 1555. Okay, 1555, we'll start in the second quarter of the game. Game starts heating up in the second. Right, Texas leading 7-0. Uh, What's the goal.
3: score this game end there, gentlemen? Forty-three seventeen. 17 oh, yeah. that escalated
1: quickly. So yes, that's a, that, the coming out party. This is the game, the famous game of Phil in the stands in, co- you know, in costume almost, like where he has the glasses, uh, yeah. the turtle like, the head. This is the one where you see the one still frame where it's with his protection version of Phil Simmons. Oh right. yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot was really
2: made during this right. game. Be, uh, not Buffer Johnson, Robert Ferguson had an injury. and Oh, Robert Ferguson was a beast. TV broadcast made a big deal. Did you guys, In some players handle it different ways, did you guys concern yourselves a lot with specific personnel? Or was it oh, a yeah. situation that, hey, we're just going to do it?
3: it yeah, no, it was, it was definitely personnel based because we had Quentin Jammer. You know what I mean? We had Jam at corner. So usually, especially now I'm in my first year as a, as a starter, I, I believe, and I'm not sure it happened, obviously, in this game, but. There would be weeks where we would just game playing, jam, being on the top guy. Because that was that was a different age of football. Guys mm-hmm. were 21 personnel. Nobody's moving, receiving. Yeah, you weren't You're not preaching um, that motion, all that kind of stuff. You're not being creative about how you use those guys. These days, it's a nightmare. It's almost impossible yeah. to do these days unless you've got a really versatile defense. But back then, hell, man, they put their best guy on the outside, just let Quentin Jammer take him all day, every day. And that's what Rod B, 2000, I mean, I got picked on a lot because I was the other corner. Yeah. I mean, nobody was picking on Quentin Jammer. If you were smart, you weren't picking on Quentin Jammer, and they would throw it Rod B a lot. And I didn't earn my strikes probably until 2001, which teams like, man, we're not picking on Rod B or Jammer. We're gonna pick on them safeties, and that's when Nathan Basher started Seven making the pay. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, it's like from there, where are you gotta go, you gotta run the ball. And that's how teams beat us in those They gotta run the ball. Yeah, you yes. got a short yard oh, situation. There that's
2: gonna give them. The teams they they-
3: to did they? I think he got muscle his way through there. Tyrone Jones coming off the edge. Tyrone Jones is a beast for you guys, especially. Tyrone Jones used to block kicks the old school, his vertical had to be close to Forty inches. It had to be forty yeah, something yeah. inches. I mean, he would and he would literally just do a, you know, just a high vertical to try to I, block kicks. I can't to you anything else about Tyrone Jones's career at Texas other than I remember him being on the field on blocks? Dude, you know he was a, he, and he was a starter. Yeah. of course. But I mean, he should have honestly. He was a freakish athlete though. Great body for kind of the modern day football uh, for your linebackers. And he could move. He was a great athlete too. He kind of reminds me of Keenan Robinson. In the okay. way that he was built, But Kenan Robinson was a little sleeker athlete. Party at the football, you I just said. Riley was more jersey. And bowling uppers.
1: Who's coming she to bowl on the pile?
3: The pile down, man. <laughs> Friendly fire. I hated being that guy. Every time. Court Redding was that dude too. Out of control, out of control. Party He'd is one, the football. And he would tackle the entire pile. He's like, "See Red, you need to be a little bit more accurate in yeah. you know, taking out the pile. You taking me out too? Yeah, I shit. Oh, you know, it's gonna be. I think the Big Sean does it here though. Come take out right. the pile. Boom! Yep, and yep. His see be like, there his pile. like. See me, avoiding it till I'm out, and I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I just want to be, make sure I'm in the film, I'm close to the pile so I, did, I won't get yelled at. And, and there's me. tons of
1: those guys in football. It's like in the NBA, you see a player or two that plays <laughs> like that, and <laughs> they get mad at them and start biting <laughs> because they blow out legs. Ooh. That was a nice little
3: draw play, uh,
2: though. Good, good call against uh, what you guys are doing defensively there, Rob. Right? This is something. To your point.
3: because well, we're me, playing man to man. Yeah. And to your point a okay. minute this is the kind of stuff that gave you, you guys problems. It did. That's what. That's how Oklahoma kept beating us. I mean, it really was. It was once the team would decide to, you know, commit to the run, and that was hard to do because, you know, Casey Anthony, and Sean Rogers, early on, that that was tough to do. But if you could do it. You can, you, can get, you can beat Texas. It
1: is sort of cool that Aggies have a dog, and I love dogs, but then my first instinct was like, yeah, Reveille, Reveille. I Man. love
3: Reveille. Reveille is,
1: I wish we had a dog. Like, I, that dog, it's cool that it's like you had that in Elga and Beaver already trying that, to kill one of them. Do you realize
3: they don't have to use a collie? No. They can use any that's kind of dog. They just that's cho- their regal No, mode. I think they chose it when, like, Lassie was famous and made, like, collie, like, the like, yeah. most famous dog in America. But they can choose any kind of dog, and they still choose a collie. It's an Aggie, choose a different dog. Go with the, the lab. Yeah, diversity. They should just go with a service dog. They should go with a service dog every five years or so. Just pick a new service dog. You know what that reminds me of? It would uh, be awesome. We had a bat, really commercial I the with brands back in the day when we were
2: going to give you a few Where's the fleur? me like the wolf, and he's like, actually, man, yeah, it's a flower. And I'm like, well, tough flower. And I'm like, oh, and I think it was Rick Moranis. Goes roses have
3: thorns, eh? <laughs> no, I agree. The cop, like, come on, man, you can get a little tougher than this. So, college. Matt, so I, I scored us a little bit. Yeah, the the we're at two twenty-six, two twenty-one twenty-seven,
2: twenty-one twenty-eight. Mark it. Oh, Chris sends in the offense back on the field. Rock
3: two bats, baby. You made the point a minute ago. Ooh, I think okay, you guys, okay. Look at that! Look
0: at look at that! Great yeah, there. Motion. Awesome
3: the okay. We're moving getting a mismatch, oh, come on, Sam. Did Leonard Davis get hurt in this game? Because we see a lot of Corey huh. Kwai. Must have, yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's yeah, he's not Corey Kwai wasn't like in the rotation, right yeah. So, yeah, he must have been something There's against a, that. Yes. Trivia I bet it's Johnny Lamb Jones or Daryl Royal. See, this is <laughs> this is the interesting thing, though, what Greg Davis just did, right? So, he's going to motion out. Hodges Mitchell to end up getting basically eleven personnel look with one yeah. back in the backfield, fullback, and then a tight end. And why not just put them three wideouts out there? Very true. Yeah, the three freshmen. spread, spread these Aggies degrees. out, man.
2: It didn't seem like Robert Chrisens. It didn't seem like he figured that out until really after the Oklahoma game of your senior year. And yeah, you know, I remember it it the last half of that '02 season. It seemed like you guys were in. 10 or 11 personnel pretty much exclusively.
3: I agree, I think they figured it out then. It, I don't even think sales was a shotgun. It should have been a shotgun the whole time. That, that, was when they put him in the shotgun. the yeah, shotgun. He wasn't shotgun enough either, in my opinion. Yep. He shotgun got more. Yeah, got like three- Third guys. names that got him in the shotgun. Got him passing got down since when it becomes so predictable. That's true. Yeah, now you got your 10 personnel out there yeah, you got man in the defensive line that's got a, a lot of NFL time. Ooh, I like that play though. That was a nice play call by yeah. G. Davis. Okay, that's a nice play call. I see it. I think, I you, I think you get the replay. No, that was a nice play call. They're like a little, uh, little stack, little stack bunch formation of close to the scrimmage. it with BJ.
1: Yep.
3: Ooh. Okay. He
1: just beats his man. Yeah, he just beat him. Because he didn't even go inside of I them, mean, he went dude, around
3: them. If you keep those guys out there all the time, one of those guys is going to end up almost wide open because they, dude, they were all like three five-star wide receivers. And that's in addition to the, the the veterans you had coming back in the rotation. You should have kept going in And that's what you all do in the second game. half.
1: In the second half, yeah. you do open it up. But again, Hodges, same, same concept.
3: You're gonna end up, and you're going to pass it.
1: But he's he getting got a done. mismatch there, at least getting, you see how he sees, ooh, nice, ooh, nice passing. That was that's a beautiful, beautiful pass guy. Yeah, a bullet. That was a rocket. I remember, we're going to rewind this one just Ooh. for one second. So, B, that's right. the NFL Sims touchdown right? Down yeah, this, 20, is gonna get, this is going to get caught. Rocket.
3: NFL club. But, yeah, back Ooh. back. Ooh, what was it, offensive
2: oh, Yeah. On um, B, Come on. baby that's, that back
3: shoulder, <laughs> thing, that's how you coach him. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the throws that when you see Sims, you know, I think, you think that's lightening. Light I mean, yeah, your eyes light up I and mean, like, I don't know if a lot of Quarterbacks in Texas football history can make that throw.
1: No, it ain't a lot of it's, it's
3: some, it's a few, but I ain't a lot of them. Not
1: many NFLers make that throw. Like, that is a rocket. Yeah, they're going to be right here. From, yeah. And he was a think And I don't, think he, I don't think he had to do it. No. Now, it I think it was
3: such a great throw that he could And the DB wasn't looking. So all he had to do was just kind of fake out the DB like he was going for the over the yeah. over the you know over the shoulder fade and then come back with the back shoulder fade. I
2: B.J. Johnson probably doesn't.
3: Uh, that's a great point. I forget he they are babies right now. They are freshman babies, but still, B.J. is better. He he's mad at himself. He's like, yeah, I did because I didn't it. Well, he's
2: mad because
1: he knows he got to go answer to Coach Dre. See him and Roy both.
3: Coach <laughs> I can imagine a close-drake single. Something very derogatory.
1: So only two outs out there, the
3: Same concept again. Love that concept. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that though, okay. Yeah. Oh. Back right here on the
1: nice Good on the play. tunnel space. each time we've seen Hodges to switch to out. Play but
3: that's what I'm saying. He's, he, he is that kind of back, he has that kind of multiplicity.
1: And on that last one, where we saw the inside drag from BJ, because you have Hodges go out, pull that corner out, gets BJ that misses that inside, not against the number one corner.
2: Rod, no disrespect to Matt Tristle, but I, I've, if I'm an offensive coordinator, I'd rather have Montreal Flowers out there, in my, uh, or Sloan Thomas.
3: You know what I mean, all, I, I agree with you, you know, I'm with you, Tristle's no Andrew Beck. <laughs>
2: hey man, like we talked about the 2014 offense, you had three NFL tight ends going on. <laughs> it's a shame one of them was playing quarterback. <laughs>
3: I mean, it's, it's, it's skis, skis is hurt at this point. Yes. So that's why, yeah, that's why our tight ends. it's like Chad Stevens, is the fullback, and uh, I don't even know if Brock Edwards is out there. I don't believe Brock Edwards. Yeah, I haven't seen any of him yet. He's, maybe he's here, but he's not playing.
1: So we're so
0: at the
2: 10:47 mark of the second quarter. And Matt, what was our time marker? We're at
1: 26:13. That but it looks like the field goal team coming out, so we can skip ahead a few skip minutes. Ahead. And it's good, another day from Stockton. And then here we go. So it looks like a quick turnaround. Probably a quick edit ahead. Yeah, moved ahead.
2: So we're at the 27, 11, 12, 13 mark of the video uh four uh under four minutes to go in the first half oh this is the play matt i think you were talking about yeah
1: when you see him coming up to the side
3: wow with casey hampton
1: there'll be that a few was, of them
3: uh, <coughs> He destroyed <laughs>
1: He destroyed the line of scrimmage on that club. Jamar
3: Tunes is a big game. That's
2: a hellacious collision. Right, there's no way Tunes was two seventy-five. <laughs> uh
3: you think
2: that you think that I think over, going, I, I think, I think, over I think, right? I, I think he's a, his legit weight, I'm taking the over
3: on two seventy-five. I mean he was huge. I wasn't trying to hit him. I'm just glad I was out there having to the cover him. Because yeah, I didn't want to meet him in the hole, that's for sure.
2: Yes, Matt. Okay, Matt, this is the play where Casey Hampton helped destroy this option. Oh, fumble, another turnover going back. Tyrone Jones picks up a fumble. Texas D get a turnover. I just want everybody to appreciate, there's Rodney with a celebration. I just want everybody to appreciate this replay right here, what we're gonna see Casey Hampton do uh, as Garrett Danielson chastises A.M. for continuing to run the option when it hasn't worked all day.
3: <laughs> Our defense was way too fast to be able to- Watch Casey Hampton on this. Way too fast. Oh, oh. Yeah, block, block, and close, then he's calling,
1: and he, he's able and to somehow force the a fumble. Because he's fight.
3: calling and hits an elbow. Uh, he was literally on all fours. Like, that was like a football yeah. drill. Yeah. That was literally a football drill that you do with your players. In his where, head. Hey, where huh? He had to he had, he had to get only all fours to escape the block, and he still made the play.
1: Unbelievable we're going to see
2: it
1: oh and that's what it seems i think his ankle gets ginger after that one
2: i think we might be getting ready to see a deep ball to roy williams here i think this is the sequence
1: oh yeah and hits roy for basically the whole drive on two big passes
3: texas and let's
2: try to get a home run ball
3: a&M it's not much he time.
2: He's defeated two offense of ones to make that out. That's Ron Edwards. That's, again, man. As I keep saying, the record conclusion, in its dying day, but they've still got talent especially in that defensive front. That's not great when you're the quarterback, but
3: it's a great view when you're a football
2: oh, man. fan. Antoine Kirk, he was a really highly recruited guy coming out of watch. Antoine Kirk and, Hughes
3: was a steady starter, man, for real. He was. Oh.
2: Kind of like, uh, would you say he was kind of like, like the Kent Perkins of, of your era? Yeah. Not, not elite, but just. Not
3: elite, but steady. You know what I mean? You knew he was going to be there. Yep. And I think the, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think, if he ever even got a shot in the league. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Yeah.
2: So we're up to 30, 16. This see a sense deep shot right here. The good lord. I mean,
0: what? Yeah,
2: just a freak athlete. This is why freshman. when we talk about my all-time favorite Texas players, why Roy Williams will always be up there for me is because of stuff like this. Wow. Just.
3: That was just, That was like Cirque du Soleil, where can contorted his body and then the catch radius on full display. Rod, Sammy was, Davis is bailing out too. This is Sammy right.
2: Davis. This is a somebody's number one right. corner,
3: and and his PI. Yes. And I think he might have yes. grabbed him a little.
2: He's PI, and it does not not call, but it doesn't matter. He makes wow. the catch. Anymore.
3: That's amazing.
1: And yeah, free playing. <laughs> he gets another <laughs> it's one.
3: Unbelievable. And they,
1: this is that's a freshman.
3: And it wasn't a great throw, but I think Sam just knew, I just got to get it up. If yeah. I get it up to him, he'll go make a play. Well, that's
2: like you talked talking about with Sam Ellinger and, and LJ Humphrey two years yeah, ago. Get and it, just get it get up. in his area, he'll be oh, OK.
3: Get what you can. That was a smart move. Smart move, yeah. Right decision. Sims always played good games against a and for some reason. I was like, he never, I don't think he had terrible, a terrible bad A&M game. Couple blowouts. No, you show showed up to me. There's Hodges Mitchell again. Ooh, okay, Hodges. Doing a lot of oh, that. Stuff. <laughs> Fighting through. I think he broke full tackles on them. Okay, Hodges, look at him, man. Look how. People don't love Hodges enough, man. Hodges needs to get more love, I'm telling you. I loved his story. He still works at Texas.
2: He was ahead of his time, though, Hodges was. I
3: know he was, but like you said, I I think it's he's sandwiched in between two goats. That's what hurts him. Yeah, and some people got to hear Hodges talk about
2: his recruitment
1: with Mac on our Longhorn Blitz Best of last week because I played the story, just sort of crazy, him being the guy in North Carolina and growing up there yeah. and committing, wanting to be with Coach, but then it all worked out and he ended up being much. with yeah. Coach in Texas the yeah. next year. It's he pretty does. nuts.
3: That's awesome. He still works over there, too, for the athletic department, actually.
1: I think this is going to be another one to Roy. OK. Oh, that was good. Yep. It's be coming ooh, up Oh, look at that stuff. First step. Okay. He had that quickness, though. He's like a modern day back just in 2000, Woo. you know? He really
3: tests patience. Man, how, how, man, if he doesn't get hurt, he can go to the league and and be a low budget kind of. Um, man, I'm trying to think of. Uh... Fozzie Whitaker. Yeah, Fozzie's kind of in that. Uh, a
1: lot of our players are the only play similar players similar when he was at Texas. Because Fozzie had that quick step. Fozzie, Fozzie was kind of in sort yeah. of. Became the older Fuzzy Bears. I mean, Obenaya was
3: used the same way. There's that
2: formation again, Rod. Shift to level personnel. This is, a, this is a game plan specific
3: thing. thing. Coming back to him. Uh, I on that one.
1: At least in the beginning of engineering a mismatch.
2: Rod, I know Greg Davis gets a lot of criticism during this era of Texas football.
1: Check to play to Roy. You,
2: can you say at this point, though, that he's going as Chris Sims gets smothered by the A&M wow. rush, can you say at this point that Greg Davis is still really trying to figure out, he's in that point where, you know, with Ricky, they were in I-formation, get downhill, yeah. smashing the mouth, and now he's got Chris Sims and all this skill talent, he's trying to figure out, all right, how do I still very much in the process of figuring out how do you make all these parts fit
3: yeah because you still got the young wideouts um, and Sims you know he's just starting to ascend to be you know a solid starting quarterback for you so I agree with you I don't think he figured it out I don't think he figured it out totally ever while Sims and those wide receivers. Uh, yeah yeah I think there were there are certain game plans and there are certain kind of portions and segments of you know games where you can see like oh man that's a great player they game plan that perfectly like you said when they started running more 11 personnel and 10 personnel but for the most part i think he did a good job of putting you know to putting sims like right here in the shotgun you know and putting them in a position that sounds to be successful third and 13 but it's more predictable and i appreciate that greg davis always changed his offense man to be specific to the talent he had mm.
1: Like oh, line, not helping yeah, we out Sims here early on.
3: But it goes to what you said about those big offensive linemen. Their, their pass blocking was not always easy <laughs> for the, yeah. for those big men. And that's the predicament linemen.
1: you sort of found Greg Davis in because he never was able to have a true identity. It wasn't his fault. But, like, when you're dealing with first two quarterbacks trying to figure it out, but he's been in a – run heavy type of uh, football was just that way for 20 years, but Greg Davis in mind, that could be able to marry the two together. And you can see some innovative thoughts and ideas, but you tell he also wants to continue to run the ball. And you have this offensive line, so it's hard to be able to be malleable. And you see him sort of yeah. l- just go with the talent, who's around, who's left for the next two or a, three years until Vince comes around. Get a Hail Mary, Hail Mary here or.
2: that falls short with Roy, Roy <laughs> riding a defensive, Michael Jamison in the crown <laughs> as we go to halftime. So we can
1: cut ahead real
3: quick.
2: Yeah, Matt's gonna fast forward us. Yeah,
3: Greg Davis Greg Davis should get more props too. Greg Davis actually, in my opinion, was a was an offensive genius. He was a great offensive coordinator, but not a great offensive play caller. All right, Matt. That's the difference.
2: What's our time marker now, Matt? So
1: we're starting back up here at the thirty seven mark. It looks like Texas just got the ball back to start the second half, hitting play at thirty seven oh five. And,
2: and Rod, this is the Chris Sims in this third Ooh. quarter uh this is probably this might be as good a quarter as any texas quarterback has ever had and i don't say that uh i say that knowing what guys like vince young and colt mccoy did but
1: bold statement sir 300 yards in the second half
2: chris is gonna is gonna do some things in this third quarter that 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 this third quarter is why if you brought into chris sims and this is why
1: (laughs) you see mike hankwitz there he looks like an aggie defensive coordinator
2: (laughs) Antoine Kirk Hughes being helped off the field here.
1: Yeah, gonna cut ahead real quick to the 38-minute mark.
2: Sims will strike to B.J. Johnson, down to the AM 40.
1: And you can see this is where Texas really opened up the passing game after the halftime, to y'all's point about Greg Davis and the ability, just needing some time to adjust, see what you're seeing. Texas ends up putting up 33 points in the second half, outscoring them
2: 33-10. Rod, what did the A&M game mean to you? Like, I know it means different things today. You know, Ricky even talks about, you know, even with the Oklahoma game, the A&M game was his favorite game to play. And what did you, you played four of these? What did it mean to you?
3: I actually. Man, I, I hate the Summers more than I do the Aggies. I knew a lot of Aggie players. Oh, Touch- that's a great play.
2: Nobody touches Roy Williams
1: uh, on this reverse. reverse.
3: That's, a, that's a great and play. And when he
1: breaks through at that speed, I remember it's like I, once you wow. saw Vince in the open field, you saw a big man running that fast. But this was like the first time Texas that, had a guy that. was like on that. his
3: draft highlight, I think, remember. I, I yeah. So, when he was drafted. I believe that was one of the plays. They and had, look how tight they showed.
1: had him in. I mean, and you hadn't seen, we had just saw BJ and Roy on the sidelines together and yet have been between the three guys two of them cycling in the second half to start the second half BJ and Roy are both on the field together and you have Roy just inside almost like a slot with a this naked slot nobody else on the slot and he a, just beats it
2: to the edge. Old school in and around, big Mike Williams out there trying to find somebody to put a hat on. Man,
3: he, doesn't doesn't, even, he doesn't even hit anybody he not really. have to. Wow that's a great play call. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that's a subtle adjustment. Just a little Freakish bit more ability, misdirection. Yeah. You know the Aggies, the wrecking crew, they're probably being really aggressive, yep. overly aggressive. Let's just use it against them. They used that screen they had in the first half to Hodges. That was a really good play call. I think, you know, I think they figured out, all right, you know what, They're they're, they're pursuit, They're hyper pursuit to the football. Let's get them going one way, misdirection, go back the other way. Boom, money.
1: Yeah. Maybe, Maybe something Coming simple. out of the half, too, to be able to yeah. have that ready to go.
2: Okay, the game copy we're watching goes ahead to uh, Texas,
1: Texas Has the ball. the ball again. Yep, 11.05 in the third. Hodges yeah, is, just had a run.
3: I think they still are playing 21 personnel for the most part.
2: They've yeah. still, been they still two got wise. Chad
3: Stevens out there, I think, at
2: times. <laughs> As ABC does a phone interview with People Bob like Day. Yeah, they still got and that
3: 21 personnel out of your old school, man. Yep, you got, got a fullback. Mm. Rod was uh Yeah man, that's why I figured yeah, that's that's to me that's kind of the travesty. Like and I know they blow him out here, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. But man, you should have you should have jumped at the, the fact that hmm. the air raid yeah. took over the conference this year yeah. and mm-hmm. you recruited five star receivers, three of them, and started stockpiling wide receivers and nobody ever thought no, we should just spread them out too. They put four wide receivers New on the religion. field. Why can't we put four wide? We got three guys that can't be, they can't be covered. Nobody can defend these guys. I and wonder they though, never They never made that leap. I wonder though, Rod, yeah, Rod for that's coaches. That's eleven personnel, though. there you go. Nice. Yeah, I, I but, wonder,
1: but in how, passing down situations, each time they've done it's in that. It's in
3: passing down situations. I right? wonder though, Rod. You know,
2: obviously, knowing what we know now, it's different. As Brandon Healy makes an appearance. B. Yeah. Healy. Um, I wonder though if coaches looked at the air rate at the time like coaches probably 10 years before this looked at the run and shoot like it's a fad it's not going to last yeah, don't buy into it but well, now
1: fight against the old guard yeah it was yeah, oh, when the principles were against football when it wins the national title no you're right
2: <laughs>
3: and wins a national title in 2000 in his second year you should go well, what made that so special? Yep. They didn't study it. Yeah. They didn't study it. And I was no. like, how do you not study your number one adversary and go, I got to, you know who studied them? Coach Akina studied them. Yeah. And broke it down to us. And you know who's running the air raid right now, ironically? Matt Brown. Yes,
1: for sure. <laughs> to
3: <laughs> and you know what he said? he said? He said, you know what I did when I got to North Carolina? I studied all the offenses and I looked at all the best offenses around and I found a pattern. Air raid. Oh, really? You figured it out? Good for you. Let's I'm add, glad you figured it out. Good let's for add you. a
1: decade to that. Not yeah, only yeah. had he not figured it out. No, in he said he did research
3: when he had, when he was uh, out of work or not out of work, but was coaching.
1: Then though had a chance to redo the offense a decade later after the air raid and Crabtree beat him, but Texas chose to go to the power run game. Exactly. there was the old guard, the old think, and for a long time. It was something that new religion was not believed or thought of. It was dismissed off to the side as a gimmicky offense, and it was only because it was non conforming to the conforming nature of football. Well, you don't have
3: to go air raid. All you have to do is spread them out. Air okay. raid was just a philosophy about spreading the football out mm. and changing what the definition of balance was supposed to be. See, so there they, have been guys running three wide formations and four wide formations before the damn air raid. The running shoot, the run and yeah. shoot was doing it. My shoot. point is is this, when you bring in three five-star receivers, Yep. Why would you not want to put them all on the field at the same time?
1: It's a great Agreed. question. Right?
3: You know, so so go, go back and study history of football and go, well, when did somebody do this successfully? And then go look up the run and shoot and go, well, they did it. Let's study the run and shoot. The air raid's doing it. Let me study the air raid. And build your own damn offense, which is what Greg Davis did mm-hmm. almost annually, depending on who he had. So that's why, that to me, that's a disappointment because yeah. you didn't utilize your best talent and you brought in something that nobody in the country was bringing in, the best crop of ride probably Probably in an eight to ten year span. There's no football? reason,
2: there's no reason again, and no disrespect to these guys, that Chad Stevens and Matt Tristle should be playing more than yeah. Sloan Thomas and Montreux Flowers. Amen.
3: Yep. Montreal okay. Flowers' a track star. Got ran like a 10, what, 10 2? Well, and it's taking on, away right? threats, Ridiculous. so then
1: it's changing the numbers.
3: Sorry, now. I'm getting emotional. No, you're good I'm like, You know what I mean? I'm this a, I'm is, upset this is why we do this stuff. I'm remembering, yeah, man, what how we underachieved.
1: Exactly. And mm-hmm. if you think about weaponizing the offense and you try to win the numbers game and now the dual threat quarterback to add a number, when you have guys that aren't offensive threats, you're almost going nine against 11. And you're d- taking away a number because it's somebody that doesn't have to be on the conscience of your opponents. And then to even your point about, you know, should be able to understand the idea of the simplification of just spreading out in the air raid. Well, what was Greg Davis's main criticism? All of his tunnel screens and screens that we see out here to guys like Hodges and BJ look at Johnson B.J. Johnson
2: breaking it's, free. But, like,
1: you could see him unbeknownst to him using a few of the principles and trying to manufacture a run game by throwing the Hodges on the outside, but then not being aware enough to realize that, like, the concept of spread doesn't necessarily have to be the air raid. Like you can, exactly. you have things inside your it's office. Creating space. You're, doing, you're creating space. The conformity of football coaches really seemed to keep Sadidious. it rigid and old school for a very, very it's long a, time. It's a
2: shame the injuries kind of bit BJ late in his career because I think people forget just how good he was. They do.
3: And explosive. They, the people forget how good he was. <laughs> he was a and he was a like a, a like a long strider too. So. Oh. Man, a strike by Sims to
2: Roy Life Williams for a hell- touchdown. Yeah, beautiful was, pass. I
3: want to see where Roy is lined up there. Is he lined up inside the numbers? Uh, he was it's on,
1: the, on the left. It's on the left
2: hash, so I think I, he's just into the boundary, in single the, receiver yeah, into the just boundary. Just outside the hash, probably. There's Sims
1: incognito.
3: <laughs> he does look shady. Phil, <laughs> he, he, does he doesn't look, look like Phil Sims. He looks like, yeah, yeah very shady. He's he right looks like numbers, he's, swang right, up, he's right outside the numbers, number. right there. see. He's an outside receiver. That's right. No, because I remember that route, that skinny post, and that I remember Coach Akina used to tell you, depending on where that, where they are on the hash and where they're on the numbers, you know that they're going to run that skinny post. That was one of Roy's favorite routes because once he got, once he crossed her face, Sims could put it on a, on a line, and oh, yeah. Sims could smoke
1: it, that and was was right there was nothing that he could do. Yeah. In these games, you can see, and you can see how jacked up Sims was there. They tell the story. I had rewatched this a week or two ago in. Talk about—he had the trainer come up right here and ask him about what's wrong with his leg. He's bleeding. He's like, "I don't need it. I don't need it." And he's like, "No, you're bleeding. We have to go and put something on your leg yeah, to Man, cover he it takes up. a shot from Ty Warren and Respecs. gets stepped on right there by Stevens, Respecs. which cut his leg open. Yeah. So now we're gonna skip ahead. we at so twenty-four-seven at
2: this point, Rod. You guys are they're yeah, they're rolling. It's starting to get hands.
3: out of control. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that how es, how it escalated so quickly. I didn't remember. Yeah, that.
2: Yeah, and, and it, this, you know, this is kind of one of those weird times in A and M football, like we said, because you're getting to the end of of Rusty RC's slope. tenure, and, and you, you know, just I think like any program, any coach, when he declines at a place, I don't think you, you, you don't realize it's things are going downhill until it's too late.
3: We know that here.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I speak
3: from experience.
2: Uh but no, this is Jack Roots telling you what Matt was talking about just a minute ago with Sam's with the blood on his leg.
3: No, you're right about that, because this is one of the last times they meet where both teams are ranked? A&M is,
2: is seven, and, ranked seven and three at this point. A&M is ranked, yes.
3: Okay, because I want to say yeah, in the yeah. Mac Brown uh, era, that they were only ranked like five or six times. I mean, animals, they were. A&M was seven and was 7
2: and 3 coming into this game. They weren't uh, they,
3: ranked at the same time a lot, and that's kind of why the luster died on it too. And at the same time, Oklahoma's yeah. ascending, and Texas is also ascending. We didn't it took ascending, us a little longer to get rocking. there, and but the Aggies, they are they're trending in the wrong direction. They're descending at this point. And oh, jam, jam, Damn! Catch that.
2: For you guys, I mean, Tech was on the come up too. I tech mean, was okay. I mean,
3: just get leached. They just got leached. That's a great point. Yeah, and yeah, no, it's it's it, it was crazy the way it happened because I remember when hell you know, when Mac Brown first got here, the Aggies win the they went to the Big Twelve. Like mm-hmm. you forget how the, they were yep. right there at the top of the Big Twelve when Mac in Mac's first year knocking off K State. Exactly, and three years later, he's like, oh, nope, they're done. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: And then that quickly OU
3: was the best team in the nation. And then they started taking all those Texas recruits that AM usually would get mm-hmm. when they were doing their dominance to. and then that was it. You
2: know what else happened to and AM though, right? Not the guy, because you know Deontay and Armani Foreman came out of Texas City, but AM really relied on that Gulf Coast region, kind of Texas H-Town. City, Lamarck, Galveston, yeah. that Gulf Coast area. Just due to mostly socioeconomic circumstances, a lot of that talent pool for them dried up. Right, there's one yeah. that plays when good point.
1: Sean Rogers and Casey Hampton are running sideline to sideline, jumping over people. Oh.
3: Bethel, was a Bethel nice Johnson. Catch. Again, man, I mean, there's that talent. There's talent dude, on the and field. Dude, was fast. That's what I've been about Bethel Johnson, too. I think he ran a 4 3. Belichick drafted him. Yeah, I want to say he ran a 4 3. And even, mm-hmm. I think, an unofficial 4 2. That dude, dude, he can, he can run. That's one of the things. Why he probably, that's why he got your boy on that curl route. Cause when Bethel started opening up, man, you better open up. You better go. Yeah, I do remember that as a youngster.
1: On those lists of your fastest combine Dude, times, he was
3: a freak. At, well, in terms of how fast he was, so I do remember that. I remember him being the. That was that was one of the things we talked about in the game. It's like, all right, we'll let him get anything underneath. Please don't let Bethel Johnson get behind you. Because if he does, you're.
2: I was so showing Bethel hard. Johnson with a four three seven. Yeah, at the okay.
3: combine. Yeah, I knew he was pretty fast, man. He could run. He was from like Corsicana or something like that. I believe mm-hmm. you're right, yes. Ooh.
2: This is Mickey Jones, oh. I think, getting deep on Rod B. Or is that Man. Bethel also? Yeah, no, Rod. I don't
3: know if that
2: was. To your point, Rod, the, Agg, the Aggies are picking on you this oh, no, game. Can't that bet was right. yeah, I
3: mean, at 2000, I think everybody picked on Rod B in 2000. It just made sense. You had Greg Brown, who was a veteran. Let's see what happens. Oh, bad technique, Rod B. Yeah, B from the jump. Um, and you had Greg Brown back there in the secondary. DeMar, uh, Dakari Pearson was having an All-American year mm. as, uh, cause he had red shirted in 99. I think it's mm. his first year of starting. Yep. So he was a freshman All-American that year. And you had Quentin Jammer. And it, that, I mean, you're just looking it over. You're Like, all right, we're going at this guy. First year as a starter. We don't know who the hell he is. He's playing bump and run as a young corner. Oh,
2: Rod, if that was bad, this is going to be really bad right here. Oh,
3: no, Rod. Oh, no, Rod. Oh, man. Rod. What Rod B? What happened? Ooh. I think he ran. Was he run? Maybe a post corner. Looks like it was a post corner.
1: Well, and if you go to yeah, this was in 2013, but in 2013 there's a picture of the Patriots weight room in the records. And Bethel's record there was 4.26 as the fastest ran as a Patriot.
3: Oh no, Beth, so In, the, me, in maybe,
1: the Patriots weight room,
3: that's where the four two six number came. No, from.
2: So, so let's out. see if they show a replay This ain't a touchdown, Mickey Jones. Yeah, it's just bad technique.
3: I'm pretty sure he runs like an inside post corner. I thought he was going to the post, so I probably thought I had help. And then I probably um, I don't know, we'll see on the replay. I don't know if I flipped my hips or if I opened up to him. Either one at the time obviously was a bad decision. Bad move. And here it is. Yeah, see. Yeah, you tried yeah. smart,
1: you tried to grab him.
3: No, I thought, yeah, I, I you thought didn't want was, to get cold. Well, I went underneath it thinking he was going inside, and that was a bad move. I got off the upfield shoulder and went to the underneath shoulder. Bad move, bad, bad mistake. And then he calls right over the top of me. It was a it was a good route too. I don't want to take away from him. It was bad, bad defense by Rod B. That's right. Bad quarterback can under it, you can me. pick it. But yeah. good That's throw, just, he's behind you. Well, Rod, you get take. him back,
2: you recover a fumble uh, later in this mm-hmm. game. Didn't you block a punt
3: in the 0-1 game? Uh one I do. I block a punt in the 0-1 game, yeah. yeah. I
1: think Tony Jeffrey brings it in.
3: So take that, Aggies.
1: <laughs> and then how you're saying, how there's Sims again and little Maddie Sims, I guess. That
3: is. And, and Deirdre. Deirdre. So
1: fifty-one, fifteen. was he a part of that game, Sims's last year, and then the
2: 40-17. Yeah, that would have been 50-20, I think, Rob. That was your, your last game at DKR, yeah.
1: Yeah, two home drumming. I mean, Ivan that. Williams on
2: a kickoff. How about tournament. that?
3: Look how big he was,
1: man. Uh, Ivan Williams was a re- he. There aren't any Ivan Williams being replicated. He was the one. What well, was
3: like the, our mini Derek Henry supposed to be? He was like yeah, that huge mode. TV. Yeah, he was like six two, two, like 240. He was huge, man. Was it those
1: three Arkansas games? Was Ivan Williams has a big TD, I think, down the sideline, and North Carolina game too. Yeah, one that he breaks. Rod, you had two
2: guys like that in your class, In that '99 class. It was I- Ivan Williams and Tyrone Richardson was another one of those guys. Tyrone Richardson. Had East Texas, Clarksville. Know what
3: happened to I think he, he was. I think he was something.
2: done pretty quick.
3: Yeah, there's no way he stayed the whole time. Cause I remember him early on, but I don't remember exactly what happened. Yeah, back then that was that was what you wanted in running back, right? oh look no. at B. Okay. oh great block. Who was that with that block? That might have been Roy Williams. Ooh, cracking it back. Oh, they come and they're coming back. Is it coming back? Oh, that's got. That must have been Roy. That the bed. Yeah. I
1: like seeing. Do they call Roy. the
2: block in the back? You know, guys,
1: yeah, we're, we're going to ta-
2: we'll take suggestions of these watch alongs because we just don't have a lot to discuss right now. Um, I know Tom Herman had a teleconference this week, and uh, Chip and Taylor on the flagship will get you caught up on that, and you can get to Orange 24 7 and get the rundown from that. But uh, you know, we'll take suggestions on games. Guys, one game that I want to watch with you guys that I have not ever watched in its entirety uh, the 08 Missouri game. Oh, which yeah? people say nice. it's probably the best atmosphere ever at D.K.R. That is one that I do want to do a watch along for. Uh,
1: I'm done that do that. Missouri? I know they, it. It was in the L.H.N. cycle about six months ago, so it's up there. That's when Roy Miller starts it off the gate with obliterating Macklin, and that game, yep. like first snap, it's over. And they scored what 35? First five drives, it's 35-0 or 35-3. A little
2: tunnel Gone. screen, Roy Williams.
3: So fast. Well, Greg Davis case loved case his
2: screens, too. perimeter screens, didn't he, Rod?
3: Yeah. No. <laughs> a
2: little too much sometimes, maybe.
3: No, I mean that was one of his staples. Yeah, it, it worked honestly. It was one mm-hmm. of those things that worked. Like, even back when Kwame Cavill was running it, man. That's okay. I used I to call him the time. Kwame play. Kwame I the Kwame play. Roy, like he loved that damn play. If it, if it was executed the right way, it was nasty.
2: Man, what a freak this guy was.
1: Right here, just the size, mm. getting that corner. He's bigger than everybody and faster than everybody. Pretty much.
2: Doing guys dirty. <laughs>
1: Sloan, Sloan to the Thomas. end Look at that.
3: Look at that dude. Look how fast he is. <laughs> yeah, that's and your why third. Why would you want all those guys on the field at one time? Come on, man. That's, you your, third. that's, your, that's your third. That's your third receiver. Actually, he's probably your fourth best receiver right now. Catch and run by Sloan Thomas for a touchdown. Because you got veterans, and you don't want them guys on the field at the same time. That's Rod, you guys, guys
2: are pouring it on at this point. It's crazy, man.
3: You can tell Sims' leg still hurting, too, but he's just playing. with And my thing was, if you give Sims those kind of weapons all the time, his confidence grows. I think he's a different player. I don't think he commits. He implodes as easily as he does in big games on big stages if the offense is more compatible with his skill set. You know what I mean?
1: 100%. Yeah, and that's one where that next season just was that odd predicament to be in because right here, if even if you're listening to the broadcast, everybody's like, "Well, we know whose team this is now, you know." And, exactly. And, and I mean, the, and yeah. there was just fictitious stuff about redshirting, and yeah. I had never heard about transferring, but redshirting it was like even impossible. But he had played at these points, but where we're at now, you see him in major, just Ooh. a luxury of riches. But it was an
3: odd situation at the time. Ooh, man. Yeah. Sloan was strong too, man. Hmm. He was strong. He wasn't a great route runner. I just think his, his body was strange to me to be a great route runner. He had a, a weird running style, but he was so strong, and he would just big body you, man. Classic possession guy on the outside, just like that. You can just throw it to him, and he'll just big body you, Debo you with the football. And he, hard, he was hard to bring down he got a lot of plays like that. If you go look at Sloan's career, man, just like that. Even in the league, when he in the preseason with the Texans, I think I remember yeah. doing that. Sims, look
1: at that. Yeah, those wow. are two guys that I always wanted to do well. The Broncos, BJ, and the Texans. How about how about a, yeah, in well, one in,
2: in one quarter football, six for six for one hundred forty-nine yards and
3: two touchdowns. <laughs> Man's on fire. Like I said, you got you got some ballers in that secondary now. He's throwing that football against Sammy Davis, Terrence Kill. They made no scrubs. That, and you go guys got drafted
2: first in the second round. Look at the side on it, Rod. There's a Courtney Garcia appearance right there. Courtney Garcia. See Big Jermaine Anderson, Miguel McKay. These guys I haven't thought about in a minute. You got the old
3: major. got to be eating major
2: up. You know it is. You Rod, it is. when you. Uh, You've talked about this a lot because you were close to him, just the pressure Sims put on himself. Yeah, he did. Was that all just internal? Just kind of Just inside him, I mean? Um, Yeah, it
3: was it. Well, he's uh, obviously had high expectations for himself. He he was the the number one player in the country coming to Texas. His (laughs) father, you know, Super Bowl winner. Not only on that big stage. Perfect game ever. Yeah, so you started thinking about the big games where he was going to have his defining legacy games. You know, those are the games where he had, unfortunately, his worst games, his worst performances. That's because he would go into those games and put a lot of pressure on himself. So one mistake, it was like he was in quicksand and one mistake. And then he was just it's a downward spiral from that. So he he, it was hard for him to recover mentally from those mistakes, because when he put that much pressure on himself, that pressure, it just built up and it would implode the wrong time.
2: And a coming back with that draw. Again, Rod. You and know. in this
3: game, I think he was just loose in the a and games. Like, I don't think – think the a the m games are always at the end of the season. Everything's pretty much defined. Yeah. When, when did we go to an a game going, all right, BCA is a bust.
1: Boy, and it this was rare. So early it, it, in the career. Yeah, like,
3: it, it didn't happen as much. I don't know. I, I don't think there was no pressure. But the Oklahoma game, nothing but pressure. Well, that t- big 12 title game, nothing but pressure. Bowl games, big stages, pressure. And his best bowl game was what LSU. I think no even, pressure. Uh, yeah, there's no job. pressure. was like and, I'm out. Right he's young.
1: This is at you know the very you know. Yeah, I this is he's when taking over. Yeah, sophomore. he doesn't even realize
3: the pressure. He thinks major's done. He's like I'm done with this major conversation. I'm moving on. This is my team. And then next year, psychologically, all that changes yeah. with just a little bit of struggle, mm-hmm. and then fanfare and all this, and then psychologically. I think it was just it was a lot for you. And young then having the Texas OU game
1: early in the season can mm. really change the pace of the season. Oh man, it mean, changes you go everything. From hope, hope, hope. A month later, changes everything. The
2: changes everything. It's just it's just interesting though when you think about being the quarterback at Texas, it really does take a special guy. Not just in
3: terms of talent, but man, oh. mentally, just to handle everything that comes. Actually, you. fortitude, you got to have yeah. it, man. You know, Sam's got it. Vy had it. You know. Cole. Coke yeah, it. You got to be able to. And a different version good. of
1: it. You know, some of them are just, you know, so good. Lord.
2: In okay. you were running draw, and then Casey Hampton finally says, screw your draw. <laughs> I'm beating this block <laughs> and stuffing it. Well,
3: I think the offense is now fueling some of these guys on defense, too. Now you're starting to see the big guys up front. They're, they sense that this thing might be over. That we can you know, put the nail in the coffin here. Okay. Sims is getting hot. Offense is rolling. You know, the Aggies are getting a little desperate. Yeah, I think that's what the defense. This is what happens when your, your defense can play with a lead. That's
2: one of my all-time favorite Longhorns, right there, is Casey Hampton.
1: You see him running over the sideline that, there. like okay. his jerseys. Get the three
3: man front working out there. I see it. Yeah. Look okay. at Sean Rogers dropping in
2: the coverage.
1: <laughs> I see Ball <more> race. <laughs> oh. <on that. laughs> I see Ball Reese. Swishing it out, Ball. The up. Yeah, I see hour, hour 43. The oh. hour 43 mark. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
3: <laughs> with the zone blitz.
1: Get up on <laughs> it, huh? Stealing from like man. the Panthers of the late 90s. So that's like literally. <laughs> man, we the still same got idea. some tricks
3: up his sleeve. That was nice. Three man front doing it. I like that. Oh, good tackle. Good open field tackle.
2: Yeah, this is the party at the football, as you talk about Rod. back in those days. That was kind of the way of life.
3: A lot of speed out there, man. Tons of speed out there.
2: That was one thing that.
3: Sean blowing up a pile. Yeah. I
2: think think this game, as as a young Texas fan just observing it from afar, this was one of the first games where I remember thinking, because you guys had had the Nebraska game the year before, where you could say, okay, I feel you felt like Texas could match physicality with Nebraska. Mm -hmm. But this was one of the games where I was like, man, Texas looks fast. Yeah. The Texas teams didn't really. This is when you started to see Texas look fast on the field.
3: Well, it's because they, they were putting in that, that 99 and 2000 classes were built on athleticism and speed. And Mac was forcing those guys on the field. You know, it's one thing I always said Mac didn't. I don't think Mac necessarily put his hands on the offense and made Greg Davis run certain types of concepts and things like that. I don't think he was that hands on. I do think personnel wise, I do think he said, this guy plays done he did it with Vy and chance mm-hmm. uh, even with chris with Sims, and major like nah you play oh, Managerial nah, he, he he goes back whether he was going back and forth or whether he was like no, no no this is the right move this guy plays that's the way i think mac had his or at least he expressed most of his power it was like he was person. a
1: baseball manager yeah and isn't like the guy that's the and coach it, that yeah he was up to greg knows.
3: davis to figure out how to use him he's like greg this guy plays figure out how to use vince young Yep. Like, okay, And he's like, all right, zone read is the way to do it. And see, that's when Greg Davis hit his pinnacle. But what he didn't do with Chris Sims, he did ultimately successfully with VY and Colt. He found the perfect offenses compatible with them. You know what I mean? And he didn't do that with Sims. Cause maybe he was still growing as an offensive coordinator. He didn't and then what he did, what, what happened with VY and Co. was because he's a good offensive coordinator, meaning he can come up with a scheme, he can build the infrastructure of an offense and teach it, but he's not a great play caller, which is why Longhorn fans always were upset with Greg Davis. Because once the fit hit the Shannon, and Bob Stoops knew exactly what the hell your game plan was, the real Greg Davis came out, he didn't know what to do. But when you got Vy running his own damn offense, which is the zone reads, basically he just runs offense. Everybody mm-hmm. knows the zone read is. They play know exactly what's it. coming. Nope, you didn't have to call. You didn't have to be a play caller then. When you run the the Colt McCoy offense, he's such a cerebral freak on the field with mm-hmm. Colt McCoy that you didn't really need to be a great play caller. You just have to build that that West Coast hybrid spread offense, and that's when Greg Davis was at his best. With Chris Sims, he had to be a play caller. Matt, and you he fast a, forward he wasn't a couple frames
2: here? we Uh, We got about 10 or less than 10 minutes left uh, in in the time we've got to do the watch along today and I want to, we're going to get to a Chris Sims to BJ Johnson touchdown pass here in just a second to let Sims finish off this third quarter.
1: Yep and we're finishing out the third quarter right now the game as a minute 12 left in the third and then Minute left in the third as Texas starts driving and finds Roy. So we'll pass Roy Williams, get some yardage. I kind of rate right up that wide open?
3: You always wonder that, right? It's so like he's killing you, but there's nobody within five yards of him. And he ran like a simple stop right.
2: I would want to give Greg Davis <laughs> credit for scheming that run because there's no way a defense should ever let him <laughs> sure. get that wide open exactly. on the <laughs> So now we're at the. And I believe we're about to get a.
1: Mark of the so right, we got BJ and the, a
2: slot to the wide side of the field pumped by Sims, Ooh. and it's house call i don't think he was in the slot yeah. was he not in the slot
3: 21 personnel like was he just was right he here. just was t- yeah, he got a tight end Was he just a, a tight, tight formation he's got him tight they're giving him the sideline so he can run that fade oh
2: it is a tight formation yeah so he can just okay. run
3: that fade they're giving him all that that outside so he can run that fade and sims has got a ton of room 10 15 yards so and drop I mean, it in the bucket. you have a max protect? 106-08 mark.
2: You have a max protect right here, maybe? Yeah, Matt. Little well, Matt Trussel flood. Matt oh, flood. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And just the the illusion of play action. It wasn't. I you mean, know, the rush was already there, but just putting the ball out and having the back there to pull some safety. But
3: that to our point though, this is Greg Davis. Even, but that's just Sims and BJ being great players, but it's not as similar schematic advantage. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's because BJ's just a better player than that guy the that recognition was
1: football IQ. You know
3: what I mean? But why not have all those three, three wide receivers up there? You still got, you know, nothing against Chad Stevens, and nothing, against, but you still got mattress. You got guys out there that are not a matchup advantage for you. Yeah. Right. They may be looking at that as a matchup disadvantage on the other mm-hmm. side. And that was the point. That's when Greg Davis is still growing as a no, coordinator. We we got
2: you know, we got on to, to the offense at Texas two years ago, but that there was a time where they were forced to that's all they could have was like Kendall Moore and Kyle Porter when you would go to an empty set and you mm-hmm. just exactly. 'cause that's all you had. It's not like you wanted those matchups. That's what you had.
3: Oh that's
1: for him. Block
2: P A T.
3: Max Max upset about that. A I couple years later the bizarre one point one point safety. Comes up. Yeah, Mac hates special teams errors. A lot of blocked
1: kicks in Texas-Texas A&M games. You had one no, that five blocked point. for touchdown, then you had the one point on the extra point.
2: All right, Matt, so I think the next A&M drive is going to end with a Quentin Jammer interception. Nice. If you I'm looking at this. skip on ahead to
1: the, about the 109 mark, 110 mark. So, right, here's the Aggies.
3: And had that started in the fourth quarter? Man, yeah, that fourth yet? that's crazy. And the Aggies' offense not built to...
2: Actually, it's going to be the first Ooh, play. play by I believe it's the first play oh, of the play fourth nice quarter play. is going to be the jammer interception. So
3: up That's here. covering like a corner. That's why Brooks is a beast, man. Yeah. They think he's a matchup disadvantage because he's at safety, and you put a wide out in there, and you got played corner his whole life, or at least at the college level, and... He could just match up. Four
1: TDs for Texas in that quarter. 27-0 after the blocked extra
2: point. He, I, think I, see, right seven, seven. I think I see boy Peanut Hightower hiding back there. <laughs> no,
3: nah, nah, boy Peanut. <laughs> special teams, Coach, now for the 49ers. Got it. Yeah. And he was a special teams ace for us, no doubt. Is Jammer blitz on? What is he doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. DD. Oh, no,
2: this, uh, this is oh. a little screen. <sighs> Gosh, that's a good
3: play call.
0: Because it's, it's like we're up by twenty, load. so I think
1: I think we were bad. I think, we were, I think this
2: is it right here, Matt. I think this is the uh,
1: last play of the third. I think
2: this is the jammer pick. Ferris tries to throw it away and <laughs> doesn't do a good job of
3: it. <laughs> I think the jammer catches just the ones it. that are throwing away. Yeah, and jam, that was a hard pick to get too. But jam, the ones they throw right at jam jammer them. Throwing into the ground, he was sprinting <laughs> to make a
1: tackle and just dove and found the ball. This
2: is this is good on jam. This is a stick a foot in the ground, drive on it and make the play like
1: jam was so awesome. But i guess you do that
2: when you're a first round pick they probably
1: right. holding casey Got or sean ahead. 36 inch
3: batting. pythons he <laughs> was huge yeah, yeah those he's like cornerback that's nice. If the That's NBA nice.
1: ever gets started up That's again, when y'all watch the Milwaukee Bucks, watch Eric Bledsoe. You'll never look at a human again the same. He has a seven-foot <laughs> wingspan on a six-foot man body, but he has those same, like you say, 36-inch pythons. Yeah. He has like the biggest arms six. and longest arms yeah. on a six-foot body. He would have been a perfect Quentin Jammer clone if he played in the NFL.
2: <laughs> All right, Matt, see if we can get to right around the 11-30 mark of the fourth quarter. I want to watch this one play. Maybe Ooh. before we shut it
1: down. It's still hot. Yep, Sims going deep there, it looked like.
2: We're just skipping around. You guys, uh, as the listening audience, you're more than welcome to uh, yeah, we you know, watch this game and watch the Longhorns beat up on the Aggies. So then now
1: we're here at the 11.35 mark.
2: Perfect. This is
1: uh, right in the way. little package for Jammer to get drafted high with.
3: Yeah, Jammer's a beast, man. He was a monster.
2: Because at the 11.28 mark, we're going to see you get a rod B appearance get a tone for that uh touchdown allowed yeah set up the last score of the game indeed there's a draw fumble oh. nice hit and there, there comes go. Babers oh, getting, getting on crushed it crushed by some lineman was that broke with
1: the hit though I'm trying to get you to bring us into the mines, though cuz you know y'all get hit from behind just a Blanks, and it just to us out here, it looks like you could kill one a normal person. But to y'all, is it just a loud thud and black? Or you just what do you hear whenever like a 300 pounder smashes the pile coming in when you recover? Oh
3: man, I don't, I don't think it's just like
1: a car wreck like the idea concept. You don't even know it was Brooks,
3: that was Brooks, man. That's what I'm saying. That's why Brooks was legit, man. Mm -hmm. Like he got his helmet on the football. That can't be a fun place to be, Rod bring that back again who's the
1: 65? I mean that's just crushing yeah man. that is I
3: am sure it hurt like hell
1: but all uh, right do, up, you do we uh pitch it's like a car wreck it's do, just we see, you do, do we want to see do we want
2: to fast forward to Rod B doing some good man coverage in the end zone before we get out of here and wrap this up it's going to be the AM's last drive Matt it's going to be around like the one man, minute mark he kept
3: the starters in the, the whole the time through. I mean on both sides of the ball. Sims deserves the job. Sims is I guess so. Is this gonna be a Hodges Mitchell touchdown right here? Ooh. No, I think they have to hey. settle for the field goal on this drive. Yeah. I guess we I guess it's the Aggies though. It's like, nah, they deserve this butt whipping. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Matt.
2: Either. This is uh, all field goals in the uh, in the fourth quarter. So we're skipping ahead. Yeah. See where we're at here. One fifteen. Yeah, 115. rewind this, Matt. Yeah, this yeah, is uh one. this is this is Mickey Jones, them trying to pick on Rod be with Mickey Jones one more time. Yeah, rod, it's red zone. Again, huh? uh, you're not doing what Carrington Bindham did in 2012 efficiency. against West Virginia. You're not bailing on the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 25
1: yards per completion, roughly. That's crazy. 400 I, don't rea- I didn't realize his game. He had such a great game. I knew it was
3: a good game, but 383? That's 24 Ike 24 Ike right 24 there, right? per completion. Yeah, it is, Icky
1: Yep, that's uh, only other Bowie Bulldog until old Michael Griffin. His
3: wife's out. name is... Winter, I believe. <laughs> lovely, lovely later. Winter Ike. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a nice, funky bunch formation, too. Ooh, okay. Is that Doc? Doc, Yeah, yep. that's Doc. He's been doing everything. Pass. He was I know, Doc up was, Honestly, track. I don't know how Doc didn't end up starting for the rest of his career. Doc was so good. Early, he was just like Brooks. He was a quarterback in high school. So he would read stuff really well. I don't honestly. I don't know how Doc didn't end up starting more. I think he, I think he got in a little bit of doghouse with Coach Aquino, and I don't know how. was it there?
2: Didn't him. was it him and P. that I think had to go to maybe ACC for a semester? Maybe it's something play? like that. Maybe right. And that could
3: happen real quick. Yeah, because he was so good, man. He was so good. That yeah, Rod B, they triangle okay. on that fade. Now you finally – see, when you get your hands he, on the wide receiver and actually reroute them, you see how different the result is? Instead look, of just turning and running like an idiot? You see
1: right there with Greg Brown, you all celebrating. I saw that his son is, like, basically one of the few five stars. That McDonald's All-American. Greg, huh? Greg, yeah. Greg yeah. The Third.
3: And, right? his, and Greg April. GB said that his son, Greg Brown Jr., you know, basically, Shaka was there. He didn't say it, that he would – Come to Texas, but he basically said if yeah. Shock was there, he's it's pretty much going all ahead. right. Rod, four to <laughs> seven, four to
2: seven. <laughs> can you keep him out of the end zone? They got a tight end lined up on you for some reason. Oh, and look at Rod in playing, playing they that. They
3: put cover. a tight end on me for real. Yeah, back back that's just straight up disrespect. <laughs> no damn respect I mean, for me, man. He beat me one time. And it mess- his
1: cage radius was going to get you. That guy didn't look forward to back. Like that's right. why I
3: jammed the hell out of him, too, because he's a tight end. That's, you know what? Big, what big Greg Porter out there. Oh, man, I think I got Robbie, my hands Robbie all in his chest. Running it. all goofy. Bam. Uh-huh. Look at you. Yeah, Yeah, running man. goofy. Man, what are you doing? <laughs> You're throwing it on me. He was trying to catch his balance. Well, that, that's why game. the next year I, whipped, I, I blocked punts and did all kind of stuff, because that's disrespect, man. Disrespect.
2: All right, that's going to bring our watch along to an end, uh, guys. Quick thoughts on that? Any anything anything standing out to
3: you? Uh, Hodges Mitchell is still very underrated, unappreciated. Uh, I didn't realize Sims was an Aggie killer. I mean, <laughs> he might be responsible for the death of the Wrecking Crew. I mean, that yeah. might have been might have been the end of the Wrecking Crew right there with Sims. just did. <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, I mean Casey Hampton and Sean Rogers on the same D line. I mean, I, I, trust me, I probably, was, I probably wasn't a, a good young corner in 2000, but that, I guarantee they made me look better than I was just having those guys on a D-line. It's unbelievable.
2: All right. Matt, thanks for everything, man. You are more than welcome. Rod man. B., appreciate the time and the knowledge. Anytime, brother. Anytime. For Matt, for Rod, for everybody at the Austin Radio Network and the Horn 1049 One Hundred One Nine am 1260 streaming on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Where you can get Rob B on the triple option in the afternoons, each and every weekday from 3 to 7. Shameless plug. You can also get myself and Craig White each and every weekday, 10 to noon, on That's Light the nice. Tower. And thanks to Matt, you get all our archives and classic interviews on the Longhorn Blitz SoundCloud page.
1: Yep, just type in Longhorn Blitz. And
2: don't forget to search Horns 24 7 podcast. Google Podcast is now an app on all iOS operating systems, so Google Podcast. Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, search Horns 24-7 Podcasts, and do not miss an episode of the flagship state of recruiting or Longhorn Blitz. For the Horn family, for the Horns 24-7 family, I'm Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for downloading and listening, and we will catch you again on the next episode.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love,
2: You've been listening to Longhorn Blitz with Horns247.com.
0: Remember, for the latest Longhorn news 24-7, visit Horns247.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better